entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 435. And it's Tuesday, January 17, 2023. Almost said 22. Good catch. Yeah. It's a new year. All right, we've got, I think it's a guest on today's podcast. <laughs> it is a guest. Theodore, Brother Theodore has joined us again. Hello. And today we got some... Bad news. A variety, a variety oh. of things to get to. Well, yeah, Jeff and Layton couldn't make it, but we do have. I've started a new hobby of homemade sauce, um, specifically ranch S- and mayo. You call that a sauce? I do. You're a homemaker now. I am. You should start a YouTube channel. I already did. R- it's called Touchdown Tech. Oh, get all your web development training needs. <sighs> anyway, we also have some feedback to get to from. Last week, we asked the question, what advertisement did you fall for? Mm-hmm. We've got some answers. So let's get to the feedback first, and then we'll come back to, um, yeah, my new hobby of, the reason I, I started doing homemade sauces and the results so far, because mm. uh, there's mixed results, pun intended. Anyway, feedback. Um. So this is a, to the question we asked, what advertisement did you fall for? And mm-hmm. Nicholas, you were going to go to get a Wendy's sandwich of some sort. I know. and a Parmesan, chicken parmesan Parmesan, or yep, yep. And what I, happened? I totally forgot. Yesterday I remembered, and it was, I was eating my eating RB sandwich yesterday at lunch, and I said, I was going to go to Wendy's, and I forgot. So I will have to do that this week. All right. Well, some people didn't forget to leave a comment. Christopher Summers, he said, something I got because I saw an ad is Buffalo Wild Wings Pizza. My wife and I saw the ads and thought it looked good, so we decided to go one evening and try it out. Never again. It puffed up in pride. Uh, it puffed up in pride even to be called pizza. It's puffed puffed up to be proud? Pride? He's basically saying... It isn't, it's barely pizza. even pizza. Hmm. What? I wonder what flavor it was. Do you think it was uh, probably like buffalo chicken pizza? I bet it is literally, you can probably pick any any chicken with any sauce and they just put it on bread. Put it on a tortilla? Yep. It'd be, it'd be interesting to hear a couple more details, Christopher. Um, buffalo Wild Wings, in my experience, has mixed results sometimes it's really good and then sometimes it is just awful i agree i just had buffalo wild wings last week for for lunch at work and i they did you go to buffalo wild wings no someone went to buffalo wild wings and then picked up wings and brought it back to work for me and theodore and some other guys but it they never put enough sauce on the wings it's so dry every single time are you okay? <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> he had too much sauce. He had too much sauce. They they don't have enough sauce ever. There's always dry spots on the wings. Have you not had this same problem? Buffalo Wild Wings isn't that good when it comes to wings. It's okay, and you know what you're getting if you're somewhere random, but there are definitely be- better wing places. Wings, etc.? I'd put them in the same boat. Same. All right, we got some other feedback. Uh, Charity Graber, she said, okay, 
Um, so Charity is one that won our, our giveaway. We're sending her something. Um, she said she wishes that we were closer because she plans to butcher eight old hens. And I might share some egg track with the French press. Oh, no. I know. It's too bad. Why don't we live closer? Why don't we live in Texas? Is that where she lives? Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. Then we do have, uh, let me see here. I think we got a comment as well. Uh, never mind. I don't see it. Wow. All right. That's all we got. So, uh. sauces. Why did I get into creating my own sauces? Okay, I have to correct you there, Ruben. It's dressing. A sauce sauce is typically a cooked liquid that is frequently reduced or thickened to intensify its flavor or texture. A dressing normally incorporates oil or mayonnaise in a combination with other liquids and seasoning to create a suspension. To create a suspension. Usually without any need for cooking during the preparation. It's a dressing. I also want to say, Ruben, you said create... I created a new sauce. You didn't create a new sauce. You you took ranch and you just made it healthier. That's all you did. You didn't create a new sauce. From scratch. <laughs> I made it from scratch. <laughs> yeah, but creating a new sauce is like saying I created a new flavor. Well, okay. That's a fair point. That is actually step number two. Because oh. if there's something I am good at in the kitchen, it is putting seasonings to food. <laughs> And in particular, making new dressings, if, if that's what you want to call it. I would still call it a sauce. If I'm dipping something in it, it seems like a, a sauce. Um, uh, no, because that's why you call it a sauce pan, because you make sauce in a pan. You mm. cook it. What? A sauce pan? I've never called a sauce pan a sauce pan. Me neither, but that's what they're called. Anyway, so the next phase, now that I have created some ranch mm-hmm. and some homemade from scratch mayo, mm-hmm. Now I can start add seasonings to it for a unique flavor created by me. See, That's what I'm going for. But the first step was just just doing the ranch and the mayo. So the ranch, um, well, here's some of the problems that you run into when you make your own dressing. Is that because it's not as processed, it doesn't last as long. Oh. So do you know what is in... Let me go to the ranch first. That's what I made first. Um, do you know what ranch is made of? Mayo and ranch. Milk and seasonings. What seasoning? Uh, dill. Garlic, dill, and salt. Well, you're right. Bad ranch is made with dill. Good ranch is not made with not dill. Not with any? Okay. No. Oh, I didn't know sorry, that. Sorry, Mom. I've only ever had bad ranch. Exactly. So uh, you're, you're partially right. And so instead of using... Uh, mayo, because I hadn't made the mayo yet, mm-hmm. we used Greek yogurt. So it's Greek yogurt and a little bit of lemon juice. Um, garlic? Garlic, black pepper, and a little bit of uh, milk to, to soften it up a little bit. And there's one other ingredient, and I'm totally spacing. It's actually in the Hope Oil, Hope Table cookbook. Oh, yeah. No, not, not oil. Oh. Is that bad? No, not necessarily. Oh. Um, but it was it was really good. And, and one of my complaints with a lot of homemade ranch is that it has too strong of a dill flavor. Mm-hmm. And the truth is you don't need it at all. <gasps> so we're having a family gathering this weekend. 
Uh, and so I'm going to bring these homemade, homemade from scratch sauces or dressings, and we're going to compare it with the bought and stuff, mm-hmm. and also with mom also makes some homemade ranch. But here's the thing. The best ranch, I haven't tried yours yet, but so far, <clears throat> is Hidden Valley Ranch Packets. Yep. The bought and stuff is way too thick and strong of a flavor. It's not good. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why that is not in the running. That is way better than Homemade Ranch, and it's way better than Bought in Hidden Valley. Um, you're saying the homemade with the packets. Well, you can call it homemade. What, what but do you? Just, what do you? What's the the pasty part of the dressing? Mayo. It's just mayo, a cup of mayo, a cup of milk, and the packet. packet. Whenever I have that, it tastes more like vegetable dip. No, and it does like ranch dressing because it tastes it, it's like, too strong of a flavor. No, it's not as strong as the button stuff, mm. Ruben. No. Ruben, it tastes like mm. Yoder's Ranch in Florida. That's what it tastes mm. like. Anyway, we, we, I, we can argue about it this, this weekend. I'm very but passionate about the ranch. Reason, the reason with making your own dressing, whether it's ranch dressing or mayo, is that you control what's going into it. Mm-hmm. Because there, you asked like if there's oil in it. Mm-hmm. There is oil in mayo. Mayo is something that we just made uh, a few nights ago. Mm. And the, it is a, an egg yolk. So just the yellow part of the egg. Yeah. So it's like dip it back and forth, put it in a pan, and then you put in a little bit of water, a little bit of white vinegar, um, again some lemon. Okay. Um, like juices. Lemon juice. Mustard. Ground mustard. Mustard powder. Oh, okay. And oil. And typically the oil you use is a big factor in, in the health of it. So we used uh, olive oil. And the one problem is that it had kind of an olive oily flavor, which didn't taste that good when you eat it plain. However, when you eat it with like on a burger or I forget what all we had it with, then it it does taste pretty normal. Where is your meat? Your, the your thickness? Yeah, it's magic. Literally, you you start whipping it and it gets thick. But I don't understand how is it the yolk that is the main? Yeah. The yolk is a small part of what all goes into it. Most of it is actually oil. How does it? How does it get thick then? You start whipping it, air gets into it, and it starts like getting more body. That that I'll, sounds this weekend. Un- this healthy. weekend, I'll I'll make it for you. Okay. Um, now the one problem is we keep it in our fridge. It's it's a raw egg, so it's gonna spoil at some Soon. point. And the the container, if you buy you know just mayo off the shelf in the store, it'll probably last. You can probably leave it out overnight. Put it back in the fridge. It'll probably be good for months this homemade stuff is already after a few days starting to taste a little bit sour just just a little bit like a little bit more the vinegar is getting a little stronger Mm. and it's starting to separate a little bit Ooh! so that's why you really shake it well did you know you can buy hellman's olive oil mayo don't believe him it's just marketing i mean yes i'm sure they use olive oil but it's good there's other stuff in there um, I'm more and more of a believer in making my own stuff. I thought oil was Do you have bad. chickens? The neighbors. No, I'm kidding. We, no, we don't have chickens. Well, talk to me when you have chickens, because that's making your own stuff then. I thought, I thought oil was bad. I thought Seed oils are bad. What is it? Seed oils are bad. Olive oil is good for you. Oh. Hmm. I see. And just drinking, <clears throat> just drinking a ton of it wouldn't be good for you. Uh, but oil. but there definitely are like some oils are are worse, worse for, for you, you than you. others. I see. Man, I don't know. <clears throat> you'll try it um, this weekend, and you'll like it. 
Oh, I hope it's fresh. It's a it, few days old. It will be fresh. Well, I'll remake some. Do you know what exact like measurements go into it? Or are you like mom, or you just kind of just throw in what you think? No, there is a recipe. Okay. It's one egg yolk. Uh, yeah, there's a recipe. I got you. For the ranch, too? Yeah. Okay. Um, and if anyone has a great... This is actually a big adventure I'm going on. And so if anyone has a favorite ranch dressing or mayo recipe, I would be interested in having it. So if you want to send us a message either on Facebook or email us, mail at frenchpresspodcast.com, mm-hmm. I'd be interested in having it. All right. What else is on the docket for today? Oh, man. You want to talk about Layton's Roof? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is, sorry, um, I had told a few friends, or a few, I told a few people that Layton was going to be on today to talk about the roof that blew off his shed mm-hmm. and destroyed parts of his house. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not, I mean, that is kind of the truth, but he's not here to to tell all the details of it. But you guys were actually there mm-hmm. because Layton was a thousand miles away when this all happened. And who do you call when you're a thousand miles away? Your cousins. Oh. oh. So uh, what, what happened? Like, how did you guys end up and what, how did you guys end up helping and what did you guys end up doing? So it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> the day before Christmas. Back in 2022. It was, no, it wasn't Saturday. It was, wasn't it Friday? It was a day after Christmas. It was Friday. And it was one of the coldest days of the year, and it was super, super windy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in the living room. It's in the evening. It's not dark yet. Getting ready to nestle down, maybe take a shower soon, make some hot chocolate, sit by the fire. Wasn't sure what I'm going to do. And I get a text from Ruben. Hey, Layton's shed roof blew off and hit his house. Maybe you guys should text his father to see if you can help. So, because Paul was in that in the area. Yes, but Layton Layton and I were in Georgia. So I said, "Fine. I'll do that." And then I texted, I forget if you texted Nicholas. I think also. I texted you both. It was group, on the yeah, group. it's a group. And text. so I texted Paul and asked, which is Layton's dad, what needs to be done, and he said, "I'll call you soon." Then waited around for about 15 minutes, and then I think he sent a picture and of the of the roof, part of the shed roof, and he said, I forget, well, let me see what he said, because it was... And Layton should be on next week and uh, to share a few more details. Yeah, he'll, sh- he'll share the ending, or the aftermath. He said, I said, do you guys need help at Layton's? And then his wife... Patricia said, Paul is going over to check things out. We'll let you know. Then Paul sent a picture. Come over. (laughs) (laughs) So I asked what I should bring, and then he gave me a call. And so we can post this picture somewhere. But um, what happened was he, Leighton had just, and he can explain this more, but he had just gotten a new metal put on his barn roof this summer. And the barn is to the west of his house. And the wind, it was an insane wind that day out of the west. And it was blowing. So the gable end would be north to south. So if you don't know what that means, when the rain falls on the roof, it would go fall slant east and west. That helps you visualize it. 
And so um, the wind was blowing out of the west, and I guess the roof, I don't know, something wasn't done correctly, I think, when they put the new roof on. Like, they didn't check something. And the wind picked up the metal on the back side, the west side, and tore, like, most of the of the roof off on the west side of his barn. Some of it ended up across the road in the field, mm-hmm. and then some of it ended up hitting his garage door, which would be facing the barn. And it could have been a lot worse, but it hit his garage door, and the garage door caved in on his car, and it broke the window in his car and dented his trunk. And it was it was worse than I thought. So what we did was... What do you mean it was worse than you thought? Like, I didn't know there was a car in there. Yeah, and it, it did more damage than I thought. Yeah, that. it also, like, there's a, a post between the garage door and the walk-in door that it just, like, busted. blew out the bottom. And so... We hooked, it was just like a big flat piece of roof that was just sitting on the drive and like a little bit of it was on his garage door. So we hooked onto the truck. We like t- uh, screwed some boards onto the piece of the roof, hooked onto the truck and pulled it away so that we could at least button up the garage door. So Nicholas pulled it away with his truck and then we, there was some plywood in the, in the shed and it is so cold. I think the wind chill was negative 40. No, it was 37. I was thinking it was in the twenties, but I don't know. Negative, it was 50. so cold, um, and it was so windy that you couldn't hold a four by eight sheet of plywood by yourself. You had to have help because it would just it would like it literally throw you around. Yeah, it was that windy. It still. was that windy. So windy. I didn't, I didn't know it was still that windy. It was. It so was windy. windy. It was windy all the way until all, like Sunday. Yeah, this was Friday night, the worst of it. It was um, crazy. And it was so cold, you got like a headache just being outside. If so, you just a little side note. So when Layton. It just happened, we were, my neighbor texted me and said, hey, can you go, and we, he thought that we were at home, but we were with, with Layton's in South Carolina and, and Georgia. Uh, he texted and said, hey, can you go into my house and turn up the thermostat? I'm afraid it's going to get too cold. And so I thought, man, I had actually turned our thermostat down because we were going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And he probably did too. He probably turned it really far, really far down because uh, they were gone as well. But it just made me think that maybe I should have turned up the thermostat. Like, what if, like, we do, like, there's a draft that that I, that kind of sometimes does go through our chimney. And I did kind of, I plugged it, but I thought maybe it got blown out and was the draft was going through. And so I just mentioned, I was talking about it with Layton, and he was like, oh, I've got a, a smart uh, thermostat. So he like, was looking at it, he's like, huh, I, I set it, I set the thermostat to 65, and it's at, like, I think it was at 63, or maybe it was at, or maybe, maybe it was just at sixty five, but it was just like barely. It was like it. barely. Actually, I, no, I think it was less than what he had set it to, but it wasn't much lower. And this was right before we found out that you know the garage door had been blown open. So probably that was probably a big factor why the house was cool because the wind was there was warm. more air getting into mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. Um. So we pulled away the roof, and then we got. It was me, Nicholas, Paul. Layton's dad, Paul, and he's not a big guy. And then um, a neighbor, an old order Mennonite neighbor, was over there with his tractor helping us because I think he maybe does construction or something. Mm-hmm. So he was helping us, and we just screwed the plywood up in front of the garage door. It was actually pretty easy, but we were out there for maybe 20 minutes, and it we were done. It was so cold. Our hands were freezing. It was awful. It was crazy. It was so awful. Your hands, my hands, I had gloves on, pretty thick gloves on. And I was outside for like the first three minutes outside. My hands were already cold. 
Like it just went right through you and it just froze everything. Um, and then that's the last I heard of that. Went home and oh well, okay. So so the the person that came, the person that put up the roof, the metal roof, actually came out and was taking pictures. Whatever company it was, I won't say any names, but um, and they're taking pictures of the, of the roof because I mean it it blew off. Then the next that next weekend or after the the next week at work, I went to work and one some of the old order buddies that worked for us was like, "Hey, I heard uh, your cousin's roof blew off." And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Yeah." So the guy that was there, whatever his name was, the guy that's helping us, said that it wasn't screwed; it was just nailed. I was like, well, I didn't really think much of it. He's like, that's probably why it came off, is it wasn't screwed. It was just nailed. And I was like, hmm, I didn't really think about it, but maybe that is why it came off so easily. So Yeah, I think something was was not done correctly. Yeah. All right, so next week, Lane's going to come on and share his side of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, anything else? Any other topics to discuss, questions you have? Hmm. Theodore, you started dating. You have any questions about oh. about dating? I, I don't think, know. I think I know everything. I don't I know don't. if you recall. There was a, a special episode of the French Press podcast um, called "Levels of Love," and it probably this is not just a reminder for Theodore, but a reminder for everyone out there. If you're in a relationship, you know whether you're just starting out, whether you've been in it for for a few months or even for a few years. Because the levels of love are like an endless ladder, and you keep on climbing them higher and higher. So check out that episode, and it'll give you an idea where you're at in your relationship with this person. That sounded like an ad. (laughs) How much does it cost to join? (laughs) It was... Tell um, Encyclopedia Mike to find out which episode that is and what number. Well, let me see if I can just um, search for it. Oh. Yeah, Theodore. What are your questions, bud? Let us help you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think there's better places for this. Um, yeah. I'm going to... I will... I have a little story. Okay. Just It's not that interesting, but... Um, That's a great way to start. Yeah. So if you're not, you should probably just stop listening right now. <laughs> I drove to Florida this after Christmas to be there over New Year's. And I drove the entire way down 18 hours without sleeping. And I think we stopped for breakfast three times. Oh. Three times. For yeah. food or for fuel? One time. For a break, tw- second time for fuel, and third time for another break. Hold it. It took 18 hours? It took 18 hours. 18 hours and only three stops. Mm-hmm. That's every wow. six hours. Imagine if, yeah. if, if you could put that kind of like dedication into work. Well, they kind of focus. Yeah, but you're not that you're not that focused. Eighteen hours, six hours without a break. That focused. You don't have to be that focused while driving. I mean, yeah, you don't have to be that focused while you're driving or at work. But or at work, yeah. I don't know. It was horrible. I can't imagine. It was pretty bad. The last like twenty minutes, I was so tired. Was this on the way down or the way back? No, the way down. On the way back, I had a second driver that helped for a couple hours. That was 
that was nice. But man, but no helpers on the way down. No, I mean I had two people with me, but they just kept me awake. They couldn't drive. They couldn't drive, or no, they didn't want to. They couldn't. They were women. Oh. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, and Theodore has just said that. On the no, podcast. I was I was in an RV, so that oh, makes okay. a difference. It wasn't just a car, but yeah. um, yeah. It was. Per- I was pretty impressed with myself that I made it, and in that short amount of time. That is pretty impressive. Did you drink anything on the way down? Oh my yes, Red I had Bull. so much caffeine. Well, then I got down there and slept for maybe two hours and went on a motorcycle ride. I was toast. Wait, hold on. What time did you start? Oh, well, we started at uh, like one one thirty in, in the, the morning af- in the afternoon. Okay. Oh, and we got there at seven. A.M. See the next morning. I don't. I don't like this. Is I found this out driving to Florida by my or not by myself, but with my wife and two her sisters. That if you start at like three or four in the morning, you drive the whole day and you're not near as tired because it's actually daylight. Mm-hmm. You get down there like seven o'clock. It's just getting dark and you're tired and you get you there. You don't get and down you go there at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, whatever it is. It was it was like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Oh, Nicholas, if you leave at four, it'd yeah. be ten o'clock. I had a truck, can, though. I had a vehicle. It I doesn't was, matter. Yeah, you can make better time. I, I you can't. I you did cannot it in, do it. I did it in, in under 17 hours. Okay. What time did you leave? Like 3.30, 4 o'clock. So that's 3.30 in the afternoon for 12. No, no, no. Plus another 6. 3.30 that's, in the morning. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, okay. 3.30 in the afternoon plus what, 7? That's 10.30. Well, whatever. But either way, you're whatever getting, you're, it was. Getting, you're getting down there, and it's time to go to bed. It's time to go to bed, and then you go to bed, and you wake up the next morning, and you feel a hundred percent back to normal. You're not. Yeah. If you drive through the night and you get there during the day, then you sleep for two hours, three hours, whatever it is. You wake up and you're kind of groggy. Then you finally wake up, and then it's time to go back to bed, and you can't sleep. And then yeah, your next, I like, did not struggle with not up. sleeping. I agree with you. I like I like traveling. I like driving during the day because mm-hmm. I get I get tired at night. Yeah. And so I'd rather drive during the day and then sleep at night. Question for you, Nicholas. Yes. What um, What are you learning with your uh, with with parenting with Noah? Anything Anything oh, new? Uh, oh man, there's so many things. Uh, it's I'm learning that going from single or not singleness, but just going from me and my wife to having a child especially like going like going to someone's house or something that you had to leave the the house your house it just takes so much more time and and every <clears throat> single time that you want to leave at that exact moment he's he's hungry then you have to wait 20 30 minutes till he's done feeding and then you have to you can't him. feed in the car. Well, you could, but it's the point of just like you don't want to. You don't want to. I guess you could feed, but it, it takes. You don't want to drive fifteen minutes and then had to sit there and, and then finish feeding. You know what I'm saying? It takes twenty minutes to feed, and then you're thirty five minutes late. Well, so here's my to, question: Do you does Noah's life revolve around you, or is it the other way around? Noah's life revolves around me, my life. But so the the things the things that we have to be on time we are on time and then we just feed them different times. Okay. But the things that we don't have to be on time like work. 
Yeah, exactly. Work. Uh, then I can leave, you know, 15 minutes late, 20 minutes late, and it's fine. It's no biggie. But just it's just, like, everything just takes longer. <clears throat> As an expecting father, I feel like I'm going to start asking more questions um, about this sort of stuff. Yeah. To kind of start preparing. Yeah. Um, and it's, sometimes they're, they're, they're crying. And, they cry? Okay. You know what? No, the, the, sometimes when you're ready to lay down and all you want to do is just close your eyes and just go to bed and fall asleep. And all of a sudden you hear this little noise. It's kind of cute. And yet <laughs> it's not. It's the sound of your child. It's not a squirrel in the chimney? It's not. Or the fireplace? Which reminds me. This actually reminds me. So we just got cats. Oh, my lands. Why? Well, my wife wanted it, and I was okay. Well, technically, we weren't really wanting cats, but then one of our my sister and her and her husband just dropped off two cats at our house. Anyways, and Leroy loves cats. Well, come over, Leroy. Does he Anyways, dip them in ranch? <laughs> homemade ranch, Theo. Anyways, and I was. They don't make much noise. Like they don't like you know meow very much. And I was sitting. I was in our bedroom, and we have a massive front window there, or window, and there's a concrete deck kind of right outside that window and i hear this noise like a like a cat or some sort of animal is dying something's got it and it's killing it and i was like goodness what is going on screeching like like, mimic mimic the sound like that kind of i was like goodness but and it's outside it's outside and i look out the window and it's a cat but not our cat there's a random, massive black and white cat. He's kind of looking at me, kind of walking away while looking at me. And I didn't know if he attacked one of our cats or if something was attacking it. So I just yelled at it to go away, and it ran away. But I didn't That's see funny. any blood or dead animals or nothing. Our cats are completely fine. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know. We'll see once. We'll see if I see any dead animals anymore coming up, but... Anyway, we're going back to to the noise. Sometimes you just want to go to sleep and just fall asleep and get some rest. But you hear a noise and your baby, your child, needs some attention. So that's probably the hardest thing. When you're ready just to fall asleep and you can't. So are you guys uh, sleep training or what's your strategy? So we tried sleep training, and it – okay, so there's so many different sleep trainings, though. There's, there's, different, there's different ways and all those different things. Anyways, we, we tried it, and it was, it was, it was kind of working, but it depends who you, who you talk to and, and, and who – what it says on, on the Googles. It says that you shouldn't let them, like, you shouldn't sleep train until, like, I think, what was it, eight, eight weeks or something like that. And so we, we kind of are still, like, in the process of doing it, but not, not like, we're not psycho, like, very, very psycho. But, I mean, I th- we, want, we want him to start sleeping through the night, you know, soon. By the time he's 12. Yeah, yeah, 13, 14, yeah, for sure by then. But um, until then, we let him do whatever he wants. So, 
In in our house, actually in our family, the larger family, um, it was often discussed, you know, one parent is a, types of parents, one parent is a PP and one parent is an LP. And the PP stands for perfect parent. That's me. And the LP is the lenient Oh, that's me too. (laughs) I'm actually both of those. (laughs) No. um, So, and, and and it was very true in... Like my parents, dad was the LP and mom yeah. was the PP. In my, in my cousins, uh, their parents, you know, the dad was the PP and the mom was the LP. So it kind of changes, but generally there is a a, a more strict parent, hence yeah. the, the perfect parent in their in their eyes. Yeah, and the lenient parent, which, which lets the child get away with, yeah. with everything. So you and Cassie, where do you guys line up? Man, I honestly don't really know. We haven't really. I would say we're 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 both PPs and both LPs. It's weird. We let some things slide that I wouldn't, or she does, and she lets some things not slide that I would. So <laughs> it's kind of a they we're both LPs and we're both PPs. Okay, I would say you both lean well. No, but honestly, I think she would be more stricter, and I would be more lenient. Yeah, but that's that's good because I would want her to be more more non-lenient when she's at home, you know, yeah, with the kids. But it's your time. responsibility, ultimately. Yeah, I know, it. I know, I know. We've, we've discussed it, that it is my responsibility, so. Okay, good. So, yeah. Um, so just curious, um, and you don't have to share, but I think it's fine if you do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, but I really want to hear it. Well, some, some families, the dad will divvy out the spanking, the punishment, and some are like in the moment whoever's with the ba- with, so, with, with the child will yeah, handle it. Have you guys talked about this? We have actually, yes. Um so we she and and me think that sometimes some parents are are there's there's two ditches. The one <laughs> ditch is that the dad always does everything. Okay. He, no matter if he's at work, he's like when he gets home he's gonna get spanked. And on the other ditch is Sometimes the the kid is being bad, and the mom's been punishing all day, and the dad's at home, and the mom's like, hey, "Can you can you can you handle this, the child?" And the dad's like, "I didn't see it. I don't know what's wrong. You take care of it." So we're gonna try to go in the middle, and I mean, which means that so she spanks him in the day, and then when you come home, you spank the child again. Yeah. Well, no. I think that you should start off the day with just spanking him. <laughs> just start off in the morning spanking your child and just say, "Hey, listen." You're, it's you're, gonna be a good you day. Did, <laughs> you didn't do anything bad yet, but I know you will. So here's banking. No, that's terrible. I'm sorry. That's not true. I won't do that. But I do think though that that dads that dad dads are the actual head of the house. So if they are home, they should take care of it. I mean, there are different situations where the mom should take care of it, you know? Like if if a dad is like in a different room. Or, or I don't. Know, it's it's all it's all very it's it's all depends what the situation is. But but we would lean to more if the dad is home, then he should take control and say, hey, yeah. you know, because the moms do take care of the kid twenty four seven when the dad's gone, you know, and spank him and whatnot. So the dad's home. The dad should should be the one, be the one punishing. I mean, as as fit. And so these would be good questions for Jeff and uh, Layton as yeah. well. So maybe we can get some input from them. Yeah. All right. You know what we should do? 
who do you think the PP and the LP is of Jeff and Louisa and Leighton and Carrie? Ooh, that'd be that's a good question. I think we'll let our listeners decide answer that, and then we'll talk. So about it next comment week. on the Facebook post or reply to the email that you get if you're subscribed, mm-hmm. and uh, and just say, do you think yeah, between Jeff and Louisa and between Leighton and Carrie, which of them is the LP and which is the PP? So PP stands for the perfect parent or the strict parent, and LP is the lenient mm-hmm. parent. All right. I think that's it. Think We're going to wrap it. up today's episode. Theodore, what is the point? Oh, the point is that um, make sure you screw down your roofs. Um, spank your kids in the morning, and seed oils are bad for you. All right, Nicholas, what's our word of the week? Word of the week is ranch. <laughs>